Mr. Beast is in some drama nation arts. <laughs> Here's the thing. Mr. Beast is in some drama, but I don't think it's for good reason. Pokimane, um, she came out roughly about last week talking about how one of these uh, executives was apparently in a facade relationship with her. Nationers, it's very interesting to be back. It's not just very interesting. I'm very grateful to be back here for another episode of The Realist Podcast, episode 56, banner right behind me. Um, we have a little bit of a different look for the video today, but I feel like, you know, we'll see how it works. I, like, I, feel, I feel like it kind of just fits. I feel like it kind of just fits what I would like. And um, with that, Nationers, um... If you guys know, you know, I'm going to try not to say very interesting this entire podcast, but guaranteed, like guaranteed, I feel like there's going to be like an over under bet on how many times that I say it throughout the podcast. So all in all nations, welcome back to another episode of the realist podcast. Hopefully you guys uh, are strapped in for a wild ride because today nationers, I, I went into this thinking that I would have no, uh, no topics to talk about. But then I realized I have a lot more than I ever could ever imagine. So very excited. Uh, very, yeah, kind of. I'm already kind of scratching the line there. But um, Nation, feel free to leave a like on YouTube. Uh, if you guys are listening, thank you guys. Feel free to leave a review. Uh, and most importantly, Nationers, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And let's jump right into it. Um, a little bit of an announcement going on uh, with today's episode. Uh I have a single coming out uh, on March 16th. Um, yes, like a single meaning like a song. <laughs> so I have a single coming out on March 16th uh, this week. Thursday. Yes, Thursday. Of course it's Thursday. I know it's Thursday. But I was going to say like it, it's coming out this week and I didn't know where to go from there. But yes, Thursday, March 16th, I am dropping my single for my album called Nationers. Uh, I, I, I hate it when I say it like that because then I feel like the album's called Nationers, but then it, it's not called Nation. The album is not called Nationers. The single is called Nationers. It's just very kind of confusing because they're, because you guys are the Nationers and how I frame that sentence it makes it seem like the album is called Nationers, but it's not. The single is called Nationers. The album, I have an announcement shortly after the album or the single comes out. So don't stress Nationers. I feel like it's very confusing when I'm saying that. I, I should have thought about this a long time ago and being like, oh, that's kind of going to be kind of hard to promote when I call you guys the Nationers, but then the single is called Nationers. So you don't know which one I'm talking about. But all in all, Nationers, uh, Nationers. Nationers is coming out March 16th. There we go. I can at least lean into the joke, right? So all in all, Nationers, oh my God, this is going to get so annoying every time I say it. Let's that's, that's, that's finish that up. March 16th, make sure to stream it. It's out everywhere on uh, anywhere you guys listen to music. So it would mean a lot to me if you guys listen to it. It's a great song, and uh, I'm very excited for Nationers. Nationers. I feel like it's very confusing. Anywho, Nationers. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's just jump right into uh, some big news that's going on within like the creative sphere. I feel like this is what we talk about a lot when it comes down to uh, this podcast. Obviously, the realest podcast. I want to talk about some funny, goofy stuff that happened in the world, but I also... I also feel like it's somewhat appropriate to talk about um, stuff that's happening on YouTube and in, in streaming and Twitch and social media and different things like that. Um, because, 
it's what I do. This is like the field that I'm kind of in. Obviously, I like to talk about my Spartan racing and uh, my athletics and anything that I'm doing work-wise. But Mr. Beast, um, Mr. Beast is in some dramination arts. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing. Mr. Beast is in some drama, but I don't think it's for good reason. I know that might be a little, little, uh, I, I know there's going to be a lot of people that like are like, Hey, like, I think what he's doing is obviously great. And there might be a few, few people out there being like, no, no, I can't believe he's doing this. Like at the same, at the same part, like, uh, how would I say it? It's one of those things. And I'm going to kind of explain the entire thing. That, that's actually just explain the, uh, the dramas, that is going on. So, Mr. Beast is kind of in a little bit of hot water right now. Simply because uh, of a tweet. Which never goes well. Anything on Twitter could be just a cesspool of fire. But, most importantly, Mr. Beast uh, put out a tweet. Talking about his Feastables brand. Where he's like, he's seen some of the end caps. And seen some of like the products be kind of just like ransacked. or uh, They just haven't looked like presentable, right? They just haven't looked presentable. And, all in all... He put out a tweet talking about, like, hey, if you see, like, the Feastables bar or Feastables brand kind of like this, like, if you could fix it, thank you. It would just mean, like, the world to me. It'd make me a very happy person. That's kind of, like, what he said. And obviously for the majority of people, like, like on Twitter, it's not, like, it's not entirely, like, 13-year-olds who will probably do it. It's, like, people that are, like, angry at the world for every, for every downfall that they've had. Like, let's say, like, I stub my toe. On a table, right? Like, it's a pretty common thing. You'll stub your toe on a table at least 10 times in your life, right? So, by the age of 20, you've at least done it, like, two, almost three times, right? So, it's those types of people that will blame everything for that toe stubbing. Like, I can't believe, like, I'm withdrawn on my bank account. I can't believe, like, that's the reason I stubbed my toe, right? It's literally Jake Paul saying that he had a wet dream, and that's why he lost to Tommy Fury. If you guys have seen the clip. But, all in all... It's those types of people that are, like, mad at, like, the system in place. It's just, like, the man put out a tweet, okay? here Here's my take on it, right? And here's how, like, I feel like people could take it. But I'm going to take a stand, and I, and I feel and I know that what he says is completely okay. It's not that, like, the action is out of line or what he said is just, like, completely malicious. It's not like he's, like, attacking these companies and these workers, right? It's, like... I think people are bringing up, an, again, another big issue in, like, oh, well, that's just, like, free labor for people. It takes, like, three seconds to, like, fix it. Like, I've done this plenty of times throughout, like, the store. Like, if I see, like, oh, like, a few extra cans are, like, at the back of, like, the soup, uh, like, my, my favorite soup, clam chowder, right? Like, if I just see some of the cans are kind of, like, in the back, I'll just bring them forward. I want people to buy freaking clam chowder. It's something that I enjoy. I want people to enjoy it and be like, oh, wow, it's kind of a lot. Or, like, let's say, like, Prime. Like, I'll see Prime and it's just like, what is it? The rolly thing won't work? I'll just bring it forward. I'll bring out the line. i fill it out. Prime is a company that I like. Feasible is probably a company that a lot of people like. It's not my favorite. I'd still do it. Obviously, Mr. Beast has done a lot of amazing things, like anything, anything, and it's, and it's, more difficult. Like if if somebody that were kind of like a, a a dick or just like a very horrible person, if they were like to say this, and like I know that their brand was just like oh it's just their money, I probably wouldn't agree with it. I probably wouldn't do it. But for something that I enjoy, 
and know that that uh, revenue or just even that sale can mean uh, impact for somebody else across the world with uh, another trauma that we're talking about with Mr. Beast Philanthropy. Like, I'll do it. I will literally do it. It takes like two seconds just to like straighten it up, put it forward, and then go on. And the thing is, is like it's kind of heightened the uh, the amounts of people, the amount of people actually like ransacking. And what I mean by ransacking is like, let's say I have, oh, you can't even see it. Let's say I have like things just kind of orderly. It's just like right there, but they're just like pushed back, uh, like behind like the edge of the of the shelf, or you know, like some of the bars are outside of the box, and so like people are like. Being like, okay, well, I know that this is going to be bad for the brand, so they'll do it. It's just like when people watch a video and they don't watch it or like it, they'll just, like, click off immediately, like, over and over and over again. Because then it'll lower the, like, AVD, which obviously for YouTube they really like when that's good. So that's, like, a way that people do that. Or they'll dislike a video so it doesn't get promoted. Or just, like, anything to, like, maliciously attack anything. And so... They realize that like, oh, okay, well, if he doesn't want that, I'm going to do exactly that. But then there's just kind people out in the world that are going to just like fix it. And they're going to continue fix it every time that they go to like Walmart, which Feastables is in Walmart. So it's like, okay, let's say in any major city, which most likely Feastables is in, there's probably saying that Mr. Beast is 137 million subscribers. That's that's a little less than half of America. In itself, so that, well, I'll just say one third. I know it's not exact, but I'll say one third of America in subscriber wise. Mind you, that's not on America. So let's say I'll say like sixty million people are in America, roughly. That's definitely too high. But even then, most likely there's at least like what two thousand to way more than that actually, like twenty thousand subscribers and fans that actually like his content in each of a major metropolitan. So it's like, it's like no matter what, if people are ruining it, people will fix it. And it's like, okay, whatever. Right. I could see the line of being like, Oh, it's free labor, but that's not the issue at hand. It's that's another issue in another regards. That's like Nike making shoes over in Eastern Asian countries for cheap labor. And mind you, I guess this is free labor, but it's just a kind act to do. Like, that's the thing. It is just a simple, kind thing to do. And like, that's just like holding the door for someone. You don't have to, but it's just like a kind and courteous thing. Like, if you enjoy this brand, if you enjoy this restaurant, you want to like, you want to make sure that things look tidy and neat, right? Like, it's not too hard. It's just like maybe clean up after yourselves. It's like even if it's not a mess you made, like it's still kind enough to clean it up, right? And I think a lot of people looked at it as like a capitalistic thing and a lot of people will call him like a capitalistic pig for what he's doing. But even then, regardless of if this is like, oh my God, this is a like, I don't know the influence of like how it's presented will like the correlation between that and like how much more they'll earn because of this. Even then, Hopefully, a lot of that money will even go back into the amazing projects that he's doing, just like giving uh, South African kids 20,000 pairs of shoes and still getting hate for it. Like, I don't get it. I don't get how Mr. Beast can give 20,000 pairs of shoes to people in need and still get hate for it. Like, I literally don't understand it. 
I literally don't understand it. Like, I think somebody said uh, this pretty well, right? Right. So regardless of if somebody like exploits, let's say like a homeless person and uses them for content, right? Like I've made content uh, around the homeless. This is a, a something that I'm very passionate about, especially here in Spokane. Um, we have something going on that's not really great. Um, our our mayor, our city, one of our city officials, I don't know her proper title, Nadine Woodward. She used to be on the news. She's our, I guess, our mayor, right? She's always kind of taking a stance to guess homelessness and being like, oh, just suck it up, which really sucks, saying that, like, she's an amazing woman. And it's just it just really sucks because it's like, well, why don't you fix your issue? Woman, you're trying you're the one that can help resolve the issue. Right. You're the potion. You're, you can at least be a catalyst towards something. Right. You don't have to be like, oh, we need to take your tent. We only need to take your stuff and we need to make the city look good. Like, who the fuck cares? Who cares? OK, just at least help them. At least, like, do something for them instead of being like, oh, suck it up, right? It's like, oh, I tore my ACL. Can you, like, help me, like, get up the stairs? No, you could do it. Like, that's basically what she's saying, right? And so, all in all, Mr. Beast uh, giving 20,000 pairs of shoes. Oh, sorry. I meant to be on the homeless rant. Okay, so, like, even then, I, I believe it was Mike Malak on the Impulsive uh, podcast where he said, no matter what, even if somebody, like, uses um, any, any, uh, any downside of, you know, society as exploitation and being like, oh, we'll take this homeless person, we'll kind of uh, help them, you know, with maybe like a haircut, maybe get them food, new clothes, stuff that they would need, you know, whether that be toiletries, whether that be like, you know, just to like a rinse, just something, you know, even just to make their day a little bit better, regardless of if that's more of the exploitation side of things. It is still a kind act to do regardless whether their intentions are good or not. And so, all in all, it's like you still change that one person's life. So, that's like the bad side. That's the bad spectrum of things. But let's take the good side of things, in my opinion. People in South Africa, like, the poverty line is pretty... There's a lot of people impoverished. I don't know exactly what the poverty line is down there. But I have a, I have a friend, Casey, who I've actually had on the podcast. I believe he's... Uh, where's he at? He's, you can't see him, but he's... Oh, Jesus. Sorry, Rihanna. He's up there. I, I probably should put all the photos down here if I if I do continue with the style. But all in all, um, Casey, he's over down in uh, Johannesburg, which is where this is actually taking place. And I've got to talk to him on his mission down there um, last year around my birthday. And, you know, he talks about a lot of like, you know, he's like, they are very poor down here. Like there are people that are obviously rich and get to, you know, live a, a seemingly better life because of their wealth. But then there are people, you know, kids, young kids who are just like who don't have, you know, access to education at a, you know, just like, oh, I get to take a bus to school or, you know, I get to walk to school or I ride my bike. Right. These are kids that have to walk across what they put in the video is, you know, bo broken glass, barbed wire, um, tainted water. And so, mind you, South Africa has it slightly a little bit better than other kids in, uh, you know, even Western Africa, Eastern Africa, Northern Africa, um, where, like, even water is, like, not even a thing, right? And obviously, Africa, as we know, is kind of, like, one of those things that, you know, a minute passes in Africa, you know, every 60 seconds a minute passes in Africa. Like, it's it, it kind of can become a joke, but it's also, like, it is still a very serious thing. And obviously, for anyone, regardless of where you're from, 
we obviously want to help. People will build wells. People will build uh, villages. People will build just like basic needs. Uh, and this is something that I learned in, in leadership, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's like the three things, water, food, shelter. That's like the three basic things. And for everyone in the world, they should at, we should at least our goal be to meet that, regardless of anything else other than that. And it's our job for the people that are in different tiers of this pyramid to help those below us. That is the goal because we all rise um, together. So all in all, Mr. Beast had given 20,000 shoes to kids in need, and he's still getting hate for it because it, I don't exactly know the causation of it. Um, I know more of the feasible side of it, and I watched a few videos on on kind of both of them, but I think a lot of videos touched a lot on the feasible side. But even then, it's like, let's say the money from Feasible is because somebody cleared an end cap and they fixed it. That money now can be even used. I don't know exactly all the business side, but I'm pretty sure he's got it figured out to where even like some part of it, even if it's just like $1,000 that could pay for multiple, uh, like even 20 plus shoes like that. 20 kids could go without shoes just because somebody didn't fix an end cap, right? And somebody was mad about a tweet that he posted, right? And so all in all, like it, it really does suck that there are people out there that will like be like, oh, I can't believe you do that. I can't believe you do that. How dare you? How, how do you have any pride in yourself? Are you, I don't know how you sleep at night. It's like the man put out a tweet just to be like, Hey, if you could, if you could fix it, that'd, that'd be awesome. Right. It's just like, if you could leave a like on this video, that'd be awesome. Right. That literally just like, you don't have to like it. You don't have to, right? It's like people don't have to fix these things, right? It's not their job. But if you are just willing to go out of your way, there's something called volunteering. <laughs> like people that will go without pay to go over to different countries and volunteer just to even make somebody's day even better, right? And, and at the end of the day, that's the goal, right? Like you do it. You don't do it for the money side of things. You do it because you want to be kind in the world and you want to have an impact. And for anyone out there who may be kind of on the lines of like, I like I either either on the middle of being like, I kind of get both sides and I, uh, it's just conflicting. I hope you guys can at least understand that like there is a lot of good in this world and you don't necessarily need to follow like all the bad in the world. Like, yeah, there's a lot of bad people in this world, but just like any dog that wants food, if you ignore it, they won't, they won't bug you anymore. Right. Because a lot of it does become attention at, to some point. And obviously everyone wants to see other people miserable because they're miserable. And I hope that at least with even just like your action, just like hold somebody's, you know, hold the door for somebody. Just say like, thank you. Just have like, you know, just excuse yourself if you kind of like bump into each other, you know, like, just little things. Just have a little bit of courtesy as a person, you know? It doesn't have to be, like, the biggest thing. You don't have to go raise money to go, uh, you know, go do something. Like, it can literally be the easiest thing, right? And so, all in all, the Mr. Beast drama is kind of complicated. Um, but it's it's a very easy thing to just, like, understand. Um, and I, I think what he's doing with Mr. Beast philanthropy is incredible. Uh, it is super inspiring to see. Uh, it always makes me want to just like get out there and do something um, better in the world. And for anyone that might feel like they're like, oh, they're lazy, you know, and I'm like, I wish I could do something like it literally just starts with one action. Right. It, it And it doesn't have to be in a place where you like 
are in charge. It literally just takes one action. Like for me, when I was growing up, um, like throughout high school and like even through middle school and elementary school, like, you know, I was known as like the fast kid. I was like the fastest kid in my grade. You know, I'd get the highest uh, score on the pacer test, you know, um, you know, I would, I, I would, uh, be kind of like a leader, but it wasn't because I wanted to be a leader. It's because people kind of put me on that pedestal and they, then they realized that like, Hey, like you could help guide us. And so it's like, sometimes I just had to buckle up and just do it, you know? And so it's one of those things where it's like, okay, Hey, like sometimes you just need somebody to like boost you up. And it's not always like you, it's not always your choice, right? It's sometimes not always your choice, but sometimes you have to, you have to step up just like a backup quarterback in any sport or I guess football in this case, but any backup, you know, somebody on the bench for an NBA game, you know, they might not get a lot of play time, but let's say somebody gets hurt and you have to fill that position. You know, you got to step up and it's your time to shine sometimes. And I hope that you guys could realize that through it, sometimes your good doings and your high moments in life aren't because of what you've done. It's because of those people that are around you that have built you up. And it's one of those things where I, growing up, like people would be like, oh, like, could you answer the phone? Or like, can you take the lead? And that's just kind of how I've started. And now for me, somebody in the lead, it's, it's, it was my time to now boost other people be like, hey, you can do this. You can like, Hey, like, I want to make this change. Like, are we able to do this? Like, are you able to like step up and into this role, you know? And for me, leadership is super big and just taking a charge and taking a lead and taking a stand um, for what's good in the world. That is, that is leadership. And it, it doesn't matter whether it or not you're like the head cheerleader or the quarterback, like you could still take a lead as somebody on the bench, like even just firing up your team, you know, giving them the th- the tools that they need to be successful as long as they're giving you the tools to be successful um, for any position that you may be in. It might be the bench and it, you know, how can you get better as an athlete to then start a game? And I remember when I was, um, I'll never forget this moment. I'll, I'll literally never forget this. This will probably bring me to tears. But I remember uh, senior year, I, um, I was playing football uh, my senior year, obviously, I already said that. I was, I, I decided to play football for the first year and like tackling was very difficult. I, I was not used to it. Uh, I was probably one of the, I, I was the lightest guy on the team. Um, and obviously, you know, it's not really a disadvantage cause I knew I had, I was fast. I could catch, uh, I was pretty quick. So regardless of my size, I obviously was still kind of like not at the size that I should be, but Regardless, I will never forget it. It was against Deer Park, and my basic goal was to run a streak, and I'm pretty sure I actually ran the wrong route. Um, I ran a streak, and it was not the not the route, but my, my Casey, Casey Nowak, he, he saw me open, and he tossed it, and I caught the ball, and I ran for like 63 yards uh, in total. That was like the, the yardage. And I'll never forget it. Zach Holt, one of my, one of my good childhood friends, uh, he came up like lineman. He was the first one to the first one, a lineman, a lineman, the biggest guy on the team, a lineman, Zach Holt, one of my good childhood friends. He had, he had ran all the way over and just like congratulated me and like bumped my head. And like, it just gave me the confidence, you know, for somebody who is, you know, not at the biggest of sizes for my height. Mind you, there was somebody at the exact same weight, but he was also like four inches shorter than me and like super tiny. And he played linebacker. And so, all in all, 
like that moment gave me the confidence to be like, okay, like, yeah, let's, let's rock. Like let's roll. Like, you know, all those practices of like catching balls and like, but now you're putting it into a game and it's like, Oh crap. And so like, even for you guys, like that, that's a moment for me where I'm like, I need confidence to do what I need to do and to be a successful receiver and help lead this team to, you know, get scores and do my job. And I'll never forget that moment. Um, it's on camera. And, um, yeah, like that's one of those things. Like even for somebody who might be on the higher end of this pyramid and feel like they're, you know, their job is to lift everyone up and help people get to the next level of, you know, their self-confidence. But even even at the top, you still need people to to help you. And no matter what, like the good, the evil, the bad, and everything in between, there are still good people in the world. And I hope that you guys can feel inspired through what, you know, my actions, that's, that's my biggest goal is to have an impact on this world and to change the world for the better. And for you guys, like, that's hopefully what I could do. You know, there's going to be people that are, uh, you know, I'm kind of in between. I want to bring you guys up, but then there's also people, um, higher than me that could help me bring up and it rises everyone together. And so, um, yeah. Oh no, that was, that was a very long, very long rant. And, uh, <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's I, I think it's great, you know, and regardless of anything that goes on, you know, whether what you see on Twitter or what you see on Instagram, you know, it's like find your morals and find where you want to um, be in life. And, um, you know, matter if anyone agrees or disagrees, it's like sometimes you, you know, can learn to uh, agree to disagree. And that's the beauty of everything. Um, I always feel like a well-established relationship is a, a is a very well-oiled agree to disagree, you know, Um and obviously taking a sacrifice for other people, that is, that is huge, you know, and especially in a relationship, you know, family, you know, friends, life, you know, there's people in New York that I'll probably never meet in my life, you know, but, um, through even a series of reactions, you know, like if you take a plane ride, talk to somebody and, you know, that impact now affects somebody who lives in Texas because you were on connecting flights, you know, literally, literally there's a chain of reactions. There's a degree of separation between everyone in this world. Um, at least in theory. So it's like, hey, like, just be kind with what you say and be courteous with what you do. And, you know, that's that's kind of it at the end of the day. I got I to gotta reset the camera. Um, so some few things that I do kind of want to continue with. I know I was a little long in my Mr. Beast uh, drama, but I, I feel like it's important to explain. It was something that I felt very passionate about doing. Um, but there is some other things that I feel very passionate what did I just do? What did my camera... Did I, I don't know what I just heard. I just heard something like... I thought the shutter on my camera just like died. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so there's some. There's also some other things that I'm very passionate about um, talking about. And uh, some of it kind of stems from uh, Pokemon. Uh, not Pokemon. Pokemane. God dang it. Pokemane, um, who you guys know is a well-established streamer on Twitch. Um, one of the biggest... The biggest female streamer uh, in America. Um, or at least in North America, that is. I know there's a lot of big streamers in uh, Korea, South Korea, um, and obviously a lot of like VTubers, which I don't exactly know where they're at. But um, Pokimane, one of the biggest female streamers on Twitch, uh, yet alone one of the biggest streamers. Um, she came out roughly about last week, like literally like right after I posted the podcast, um, talking about how um, one of these uh, executives in a, a big brand or company was apparently like in a facade relationship with her. <laughs> I hate to laugh, but like 
Here, here's the funny part about all this, regardless of how cynical and evil that this is from this uh, top executive, this is a big person, yet alone somebody uh, who just came out recently, uh, Grace, uh, she plays a decently big role in Stranger Things, I don't watch the show, but I did hear a little bit of the drama uh, and kind of like heinous stuff that some of these top producers have done, um, not only to her, but it seems like also other females in the industry, um, yet alone, as you guys know, I don't like any award show that's related to like Hollywood. Like I really don't. I just don't. Like I think they're just stupid. I think they're really bad, especially for what they do with other people in certain areas. Um, I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm really not. Um, I don't mind award shows. I think they're kind of cool and fun. But anything Hollywood related, I absolutely hate. Um, and I know hate's a strong word, but I, I generally don't like them. Um, so all in all, both both stuff, you know, top executives taking advantage of women, especially. Um, so in regards to Grace, which I'll kind of put in brief, right? So Grace, uh, a, a star um, in Stranger Things. I don't know exactly what season it was, but I'll say season four because I know that's what she's in. Um, so she was, you know, a, uh, a actress. She's been an actress for some time. And she talked about on her stream, like as uh, she was streaming on Twitch, the top Hollywood executive or producer, somebody that has, she's worked with has um, coursed her into either uh, eliciting something, meaning like, hey, like, let's do this, or um, has actually like taken advantage of her because she is a woman who is obviously uh, young into her career. And obviously it comes with, you know, obviously a lot of trauma I could imagine, but the big thing is, is like Hollywood and, you know, we've obviously seen a lot of Harvey Weinstein stuff. We've obviously seen um, Bill Cosby and not necessarily like everything's Hollywood related, but Harvey Weinstein especially is. And so let's say um, in theory, right, like for somebody who um, is still new to a lot of actress, very young into her career, right? Like if she says no to, let's say, these sexual acts that she might just be blacklisted and nobody will pick her up because she said no to this one thing, right? Because a Hollywood blacklist, as much as it is a theory, it is still a very real thing. Um, and so it obviously, no, I don't mean this is a very punny thing, but it sucks to suck because it's like, if I say, it's literally catch 22. If she says no, her entire career might be gone, Right. But if she says yes, and it kind of just is almost forced to go through with it, it's like that's that's just very not okay. And so I hope that people, obviously, it sucks because money does bring power for a lot of these people in Hollywood who make a lot of these decisions. Um, I hope that they do find, uh, I hope that for Grace that she does find justice within this uh, heinous stuff, especially because I imagine she's not the only one. And for any young female um, actress, uh, and especially in, in a big show like this, to be taken advantage of, it's not great. So that's kind of the brief of that. Pokimane, um, very similar thing, but maybe in a little different light. So a top executive or a brand, uh, or from a brand or company, I don't exactly know if it's Twitch, but I know that a top executive from either or um, has faked a sexual relationship with her. Yes, it's very odd to say that. Um, mind you, like for somebody like Amaranth, who's also a Twitch streamer, there are fans who feel like they are in a relationship with her. Get some help, people, okay? Please get some help. So 
all in all, Pokimane had came out on a stream talking about this. And, you know, this is obviously coming off of like the deep, deep fake porn that was uh, on HROC stream. Um, and obviously he took the brunt of that, but it, all in all, the topic of it was highlighted around uh, QT Cinderella, who's a massive streamer, um, Pokimane, um, Suida, Nina, people who are very well-respected uh, streamers in their own right. And so here's what I don't get about the Pokimane drama, okay? This person, this executive, would go to her stream find any female, like somebody who would maybe have like a female, like, you know, let's say, I'll just say like an Allison, right? Let's say Allison, you know, Allison. I don't, I can't think of a last name right now. Allison, you know, so, something that would be like Sarah, you know, something that would be rather female-esque, right? Like, but like Jordan, that could be a guy or girl, right? So let's say, this, this, no, let's not even say, this is not a hypothetical. This person did this. This person would go over to Pokemon stream, find what he would consider to be a female, female uh, person, and would then like DM them, whisper them, however, get in contact with them and would try to be like, hey, come over to my place. I'm in a very intimate relationship with Pokemon and we're keeping it private. So she, this guy would basically fake a relationship with Pokimane, but then brag about it with other people who are females in her community to try and have a sexual relationship with them. I don't get what the end goal for this guy was. Like, regardless, let's say, like, we flip it. We flip it. Like... Let's say this guy is in a competitive, like, he's in a competitor's bank, right? Let's say, like, Chase Bank, right? And he's like, I have a very high uh, credit score with Chase. I would now like to be like, hey, I'm going to go to Bank of America and be like, hi, I'm in a, I have a very high credit score with Chase. I guess the credit score doesn't really rely on bank. It re really relies with credit. But let's say, well, big rep like representation. Well, no, that's a terrible example. I'm going to say this guy is a lawyer. This guy's a lawyer because he's going to need one. So let's say this guy is a very highly accredited lawyer with, uh, Oh my God. No, this actually, this has actually happened. Okay. So I don't know if you guys uh, know about the four murders in, uh, Moscow, Idaho. Um, the four U of I students, the university of Idaho, uh, students have lost their lives because of a murder. So, this, the, the woman defending, the lawyer defending Brian Koberger, who is the alleged suspect and highly alleged suspect of the murders, um, his defendant, his, his like lawyer had also represented, represented or represented one of the victims, like one of the, one of the girls that died, like that got murdered by him. She was defended like like years ago, like in 2018 or something. By her. By by his Like how backstabbing is that? So I regardless, like that kind of has a goal. Like she's doing her job, but it is kind of scummy. Cause I'd at least maybe take a stand and be like, hey, I represented this lady. I, you know, I don't feel comfortable doing that, right? Okay, regardless. 
I don't get what the end goal for this guy was. I literally don't get it. This guy apparently had a fake relationship with her to then try and get other community members, fans of Pokimane, to then, like, try and get with them? I just don't get what his end goal was. It's like, Pokimane and this guy are apparently in an open relationship, it seemed like, because he was okay with, like, doing that. I just don't get it. Like, I can maybe get, like, hey, I have a connection with her. If you do this, then, like, I'll get you to meet her. Like, it, it's just, like, that would be, a, I guess, a more sensible, because it, it happens, right? It would be a more sensible way of, like, being, like, oh, if you give me, like, these sexual favors, right, I will let you meet her. But since that never happened, but since you don't actually know her, like, they apparently they've exchanged some sort of uh, con uh, communication, but have never met each other. This this uh, Pokemon has no idea what he looks like, has no idea really who he is. Um, so it's it's horrible. It really is just horrible. Like, but I laugh at it because I'm like, I don't understand this end guy's. I don't understand his end game. I don't understand it. I literally don't understand it. So, all in all, that's kind of the Pokemon drama. It's it's funny, but it's bad, and it it. I wish, especially during this month, regardless of any month of what it is, obviously it's International Women's Month, but regardless of what any month it is, whether it happened in November or December or January or, or June, like, no matter when it happens, it's like, okay, can we at least, like, think about what we're doing? Obviously, women don't have it, you know, the easiest all the time, whether that be just what they post or what they do, you know, they, they get identified as objects, it's... It, it's bad. It's really bad. And so can we at least like think about what we're doing? Like I, I, this guy's probably, probably done a lot of stuff in his bedroom and just wasted his entire life doing this. And I hope that this guy at least goes to jail first or at least loses his job or something. Right. I just wish there was more consequences in the world. I just wish there was like as, as good as a person I feel be as I feel like I am. I just wish that more people would face more consequences for their actions. Just wish. So, all in all, um, that's that. Um, there is a, a, a funny story. I'm going to try and keep this one short. So, Linus Tech Tips, who you guys may know um, for a lot of his tech tips, of course. He recently was on a live stream, his WAN. I don't exactly know what it uh, stands for. I am pretty sure it's not pronounced WAN. It could be, and I'm just... Dumb. I don't exactly follow his content a whole lot. I did back in the day a little bit. Um, but he had came out with a live stream. And with live streaming, as you guys may know, you can't, you can't edit anything out. You can't. It's live. You know, it, it's a live thing. And so he comes out with uh, <laughs> a live stream clip that is pretty infamous in itself. Because, I don't know, I'm just kind of all scatterbrained right now. I just kind of want to touch, like, all the things on my desk right now. So, he comes out on a live stream talking about, hey, he's like, uh, it's it's just so interesting, like, to see, like, even shows that have, like, casual gay humor. And it's pretty common. Like, gay humor's always kind of been, like, a, a pretty common thing. Like, I'm watching Modern Family. They have a gay couple. Um, one of them 
who in real life is gay and the other one who is portraying a gay man, um, but does it pretty well. And obviously it's nice that they at least have a gay man in Jesse Tyler Ferguson who, uh, you know, is playing a gay man and obviously can, you know, pull from reality when it comes down to a lot of stuff. Um, and so all in all, gay humor has always kind of been a thing. Um, even as like a child, like, you know, uh, you know, that like you'd always kind of call like things gay. Like it wasn't like necessarily like in a bad thing. I guess a lot of people got really sensitive to stuff. Um, like even saying like something's gay, like isn't talking bad about someone. It's talking about the thing, but it also stems from those actions. So I could see where people kind of uh, get a little upset and offended about it. But um, all in all, like it's always about the intention to me. So let's say like, you know, my, well, I, I'm not even going to say an example, but let's say, Sorry, why am I saying that say? So in the clip, uh, he's talking about, you know, like, oh, like, yeah, that was like a pretty common thing as he's watching shows. And he would also say like, oh, like, I can't believe they were dropping like hard R's. And obviously in today's society, I know Linus Tech Tips comes from Canada. And I don't exactly know if that's like a different term that they use there. But a hard R, at least in America, is like the N word, but ending it with an ER instead of an A. And so a little bit more, you know, along the like, no, 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 no. Like, I'd rather send you to space if you say it, right? And so he essentially says, like, oh, like, yeah, they had it in, like, shows, like, back in, like, 2003, like, even American Dad. And we're like, like, even I'm, like, I, I don't even know how that flew by anyone. Like, like mind you, like, the, the, the Knicks, right? The New York Knicks. They were called the hard R Bockers. I'm not going to say the word, of course, but... They had, they were called that back in the day, like early, like early, early, early. Um, and so, like, obviously, it, it is weird that, like, the Knicks still kind of kept their name. Uh, <laughs> so, or maybe they weren't called that, but people would call them that because it was so closely related to it, or at least phonetically sounding. And so, the hard R, obviously, we're all thinking, like, dang, okay, like, how did that fly on, like, even American Dad? Like, Family Guy, like, you're, like, the Cleveland show. Like, mind you, long run, like, even The Simpsons, you're like, how how did that even get past, like, people? Like, how did people, like, be like, yeah, Eric, Eric, to all the millions watching around, we got a hard R in this episode. Like, what? Like, and how have, like, nobody heard this, right? Like, how has, like, nobody heard these episodes? And so, essentially, he... He kind of gets confused with, like, this word. And so the worst part of it is Linus Tech, tip, Linus Tech Tips says that he casually dropped the hard R. <laughs> and so as bad as that is, like, everyone in the company, you know, jokingly was like, okay, it's time to wrap up. Got to go find a new job, you know. And mind you, like, if he said that, like, back in, like, 2000, like, even, you know, like, early 2000s, right? Like, it wasn't always uncommon. Like, people would say it, like, but, like, even saying it, like, in admitting to it and putting a smile on his face, like, he said it with a smile, which is way worse. Um, like, everyone, I would be like, oh, I don't, there's no coming back from that. Regardless of anything you do, it's just, like, it's rough. You know, a proud, a proud racist. That's That, that was the persona coming off. And... Luckily, luckily, uh, he does admit because he does elaborate because chat's like going wild. They're like, holy smokes. I can't believe he just like just admitted to it, says it very proudly, and is like, yeah, I did that. 
I freaking did that. That's like that's like um, that's like that's like let's say like Alex Jones, somebody who's like a, a very, you know, outlandish pundit, regardless of any side. That's like saying like, God damn it, I pushed over that lady in the wheelchair and I was proud of it. Like that, like, like that's like anyone saying that they like, like slammed a door on a child and like took their ice cream and was like proud of it. That's like what this was, but like way worse. And so, um, he, he is mistaken. He did not say like, he did say that he casually used it, but what he's referring to is, is completely opposite of what like he meant. And so, as I mentioned, the hard R is the N word, but ending with, in ER. That's why it's called a hard R and not just like a, a casual A, right? And so uh he 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 does elaborate and talks about, you know, mentally disabled people, um, people with like special needs or even like learning development issues, uh, that you know what people were referred to as uh I'm not gonna say it, but you know, the R word. That's what people would refer to as the R word, right? It is still taboo to kind of say, but people do say it. Like, it's still a pretty common thing to say, but when you're saying it about somebody, that's when it's kind of, like, obviously rude. And so, um, what is it? Like, uh, like, shows would casually do that. Like, people say that all the time. Like, people in videos say that all the time. And it's, it's still a pretty decently common thing. Like, maybe not as much back then, or as it was back then. But, it's so funny because then when he explains it, it's like, oh, God, no, okay, I don't have to go find a new job. Like, get me off LinkedIn, not just uninstall the app. Like, I would I would be panicking if I were, if I were anyone that worked in that show. And so, <laughs> I, so he's with a co-host, and, like, when he says that he mentioned that he just would casually drop it, his face just, like, dropped. He's like, what? <laughs> And so, yeah, just a really funny, scary, funny, like, clip all in all. And so, yeah, like, it, it's a pretty, it was a pretty common word. Like, we'd, we'd hear it all the time, like, in, in school and whatnot. But it never really meant anything bad. I think for us, like, we didn't really know what it meant or that it... Like, I remember when I found out that it would uh, was, I guess, a word about people um, with, you know, mental disabilities or anything regarding, uh, you know, that. And so... Um, yeah, like people like even like a, uh, a retardant, which is like a flame retardant. Like you could have a flame retardant and I don't exactly know. Like, I think the word in itself, like from like, let's say like a Latin root is from like a slowing down of something. And so for somebody with like, you know, let's say like cognitive delays, like it's a little bit slower for them to even pick up on stuff or, you know, uh, just things like that. And especially like, I guess when you kind of think of it, you're always thinking of somebody with like, you know, like Down syndrome, right? And so that's kind of like where it kind of is a little, ah, don't say that, right? And so all in all, very just funny clip. And overall, like I remember watching um, Moist Critical's video on it and I was like, oh God, oh God. I'm like, this only gets worse. But like the title says almost ruins his career. So like, I, it seems like he, like I was thinking he almost like said the N word, but like it was like very, it wasn't like that, but this was way worse. And so very heightened scare, but then mellows out. So all in all, that's that. I do want to finish up this podcast. There's a brand new Fortnite season um, out. Uh, I'm actually really excited to play. I know a lot of you guys play games. I know Fortnite was a massive game during the COVID years and the pandemic, but overall, 
Um, Fortnite's come out with probably one of their best seasons. They have a brand new weapon called the Katana, or what they call is the Kinetic Blade, but it's very similar to a Katana. And uh, they have new guns like the Pulse Rifle. They have new augments, which I really, really like. Um, new locations, which I really like, like Mega City. They also have a um, very Asian, con- Asian-inspired uh, city, which is actually really cool. I don't exactly know how to pronounce the name, unfortunately. I haven't uh, learned it. But uh, I love I love the design. I'm I'm a huge fan of like um, Eastern Asian architecture. Like I love the design. Like that's something that I really like. And hopefully one day I'll get to travel and see it. Uh, it's something that I really really like looking at. Like I love the um, big sliding doors that they have. Um, I've always loved it in movies. Um, any like you know it's very common. You know Jackie Chan, but Bruce Lee movies more common in Bruce Lee. Um, but any um, what's his name? It Man. What's his name? Um, Donnie Yen, Donnie Yen movies, um, always has kind of that, uh, Asian, um, architecturally inspired, um, scenes, which I always loved. So yeah, even like a new battle pass, which looks really cool. Um, my, my skin is a, um, oh God, I don't know what the row, like what the garb is, but it, it, it is a, it is an Asian inspired, uh, skin. I love it. And there's a brand new one in the battle pass, which I'm going to grind for and I'm going to get. So, oh no, really excited about this Fortnite season. We played yesterday on stream as of recording this. And oh my God, we got like four wins. One of, I, I have to shout out. I have to shout out one of, one of my viewers, Veli. Oh my goodness. This guy dropped 36 kills in our first match together. So we were playing, we were playing squads. It, and Veli's one of these types of, of players that likes to wander off and just do his own thing. The man got 36 kills by himself, by himself. <laughs> and all of the other three of us combined got maybe like seven. <laughs> so you dropped like 40, 40 plus kills. And yeah, it was, it was wild. So, um, Veli dropped a ridiculous 36 kills. Um, and I'm probably going to turn that to a video, but overall pretty awesome. I, I don't know. I just love this bottle of prime. I have not drank it. It's just here for show. So all in all, I am, uh, very excited for this new Fortnite season. I'm going to definitely play a lot more Fortnite throughout the season, which I'm really, really excited about. So, Nationers, thank you guys so much for watching today's episode of The Realist Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed the Mr. Beast drama, Pokemon drama, um, Linus Tech Nips, Hard R drama, and the brand new Fortnite season. Again, new single coming out March 16th, a.k.a. It's called Nationers. It's going to be so confusing saying it. But Nationers, I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching episode 56 of The Realist Podcast. Banner right behind me. I love you. I appreciate you. Make sure to leave a like, subscribe, and leave a review if you guys are listening on audio. And I'll see you guys later. Have a good one. 07. Peace. Peace.